Welcome to Talking Giants, presented by DraftKings. I'm your host, Bobby Skinner, here with my co-host, Justin Pennick. And it is the last episode of Talking Giants before training camp. The last episode, even though some guys are already reporting. We talked with the Giants guys uh, of New York Giants Rush for about 30 minutes. At the, so we'll put that at the end. Just getting, Basically just getting excited for training camp. It's like a hype-up interview for training camp. Um, but we have some relevant news that we have to talk to that we didn't think we were going to have to talk about. Where Kadarius Tony on COVID and like you know a pup list as long as a CVS uh, receipt. Justin, how are you? <laughs> it's funny. Um, Jeff Pilgrim and uh, Spiro, thanks for coming on. Giants guys, Giants rush tomato tomato. Um, it's funny. I let off that interview saying, "Oh yeah, we got no news, and uh, so we got to have you on before camp." And lo and behold, two hours later, it gets smacked in the face with a whole bunch of news. So. Let's get to it, Bobby Skinner. We got we got lots to talk about, lots to fit in. Even got our, our last edition of Giant Stories as well. So get excited for that. Ooh, how about that? Um, there's Tony. Coronavirus. He's got the coronavirus. Now he does actually have it. Um, per per Zach Rosenblatt, someone else said it before Zach, but you know what? Let's give Zach the credit. Zach had yeah. the source that he's feeling fine and he's he's in good spirits. So <laughs> it's. Man, the Kadarius Tony story has been—it's been a bumpy road so far. Now I know it's like it's—it's it's something that's bad, but that doesn't mean that like Kadarius Tony's bad. But it's like it's there's obviously a lot of hot takes. So like this guy, there's always something, but it is like, geez, like it is—it has been nothing has went well for him since the Giants drafted him. I mean the 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 cleat thing at rookie camp misses OTAs when he does come to OTAs. Uh, you know, he's not a full participant the, the entire time. And now he's got the coronavirus. But at the same time, if he was going to get coronavirus during the season, he got it at literally the best possible time. Yeah, I, you, you take out the reasons for, you know, why they're either him missing practice, which there was a day, there was maybe a day or two where he missed practice because of a family emergency. And now he's going to be missing some time with, with COVID. But you take out the reasons and the ultimate reality is, is that this guy has found reasons and is finding is continuing to miss miss finding is a tough word because it seems like he that makes us sound like he's seeking it out. Reasons are finding him. Reasons, yeah, reasons are finding him, and re- regardless, it's frustrating. I'm sure I would hope that he's frustrated by it. And it's certainly you know it's 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 frustrating for us, and I think people do have a right to be frustrated by the fact that our first round pick that we're kind of relying on and he's. Not going to be here. Hope he gets better. Hope he can find the field and hope he gets back and hope he's healthy. Um, but still, it's it's rough. It's it's a it's a rough start. And I think fan, I I honestly do think fans have a right to be like, yeesh, and kind of scratching their teeth a little bit. I do not say this guy sucks and he's a bust, but yikes. Yeah, I mean, he just got on a plane to get to New Jersey, so I'm not gonna like, you know, like he vaccinated. Like you know, my mom was vaccinated and she got it, so. 
I, I don't know what his deal is, but he, he got yeah. it. I'm not going to be mad at him for, for getting coronavirus. 34 million uh, people in America have got have gotten it, yeah. you know. But it, 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 like I said, in a vacuum, it's like, oh, you know, it happens. Like, you know, but <laughs> with with so far, it's like, man, this has just been a bumpy start for Kadarius Tony. So, I mean, really, there's not much more to talk about besides like, oh, well, he got it. Like, you know, you can't have any like big takes about Kadarius Tony getting coronavirus. No, no, you can't. Because obviously, like you said, 34 million Americans, they've they, they've gotten it. And there's there's no individual blame that could be kind of passed from. So, Want to move on? Hope he gets healthy. Hope he's here. Need him to be here. And hope there's no self-induced storylines that come from anything Instagram-related uh, during when he's on this COVID Maybe protocol. commenting he got COVID from Instagram comments. Don't think it works that way. All right. Not sure. You know what? You're not a doctor. All right. <laughs> I'm not. Next. Twitter told me. Next on the list, the pup list. And it's a long one. It is a long one. Saquon Barkley and Kyle Rudolph, very expected to be on the pup list to start camp. O'Shane Zimenez is actually listed as a hamstring, so it's not the shoulder. Jonathan oh, Harrison, uh, you know, the, the center we signed from uh, Buffalo. And then Aaron Robinson, I, you know, I guess he was dealing from an injury from... College. The one that was unexpected, Matt Pear. Matt Pear is on this list for a back injury. Now, we don't know what this means. And R. Stapleton made a good point that, hey, Leonard Williams started the 2020 season on the pup list. But it is like, we're putting a lot of hope in Matt Pear. Like, he needs every single practice rep he can get. So, I hope he's, I, they, these guys can come off this list at any time, you know? So, like, they can practice, like, Matt Pear could practice on Tuesday. You know, any of these guys can end up practicing on Tuesday, but it is like, man, Matt Parrott, let's get you back out there as soon as possible because he needs every rep he can get. Yeah, the, you know, this is this is a summer where you don't want a lot of things to go wrong. I mean, you don't want a lot of things to go wrong anyway. What we do need, though, I mean, I guess before we give any too much, you know, too many more concrete takes, right now it's just like, yeesh, you know, seeing O'Shane. You know, we're talking about O'Shane possibly being on the bubble. Right, and it's like, yeesh, you know, starting off on the pup list and losing practice time. Matt Parrot, you know, he's kind of in a competition that's not a competition because he kind of just doesn't need to suck for Nate Solder not to take his job, right? So we need more information on what these quote-unquote injuries are. Like you said, Bobby, that he could be he could be out there practicing Tuesday and be removed off this pup list. So a little bit more information is needed before a solid concrete reaction, but. You know, before camp where we want to just feel total optimism and be like, you know, us against the world and nothing could ever go wrong. Uh, this was this was a big slap in the face all at once, all within the span of like 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Not the fun. Matt Parrott one was like, oh, don't like seeing Yeesh. his name on that list. You know, that was a surprising one. No. With O'Shane, though, like you said, he is on the bubble. And you know what? You know who else was on the bubble that, you know, that probably we, we felt had more security than O'Shane does? Ryan Carnley. And he just could not like get a lot of practice reps, and he ended up getting cut, um, unrightfully so. But nonetheless, it did happen. So yeah, I mean, and Aaron Robinson, he's in a you know like he's in a camp battle. Now I don't think you know we'll 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 talk about the camp battles more on Tuesday, but like he's in a camp battle, and and he needs every rep. So yeah, hopefully all these guys get back. I mean, like I said, Leonard Williams was on in 2020, and he was you know practicing basically you know after like the first week. So. You know, the po- the positive part about just this summer in general is that they already had a lot of time as a team throughout the spring. 
You know, we thought we were worried at one point that the NFLPA was going to pull this whole, we're not going to come to any kind of spring practices, but I guess that was like a mince, a mince point besides for the virtual stuff, you know, the virtual stuff they said they weren't going to. Okay. Like who cares for that? Right. So the world is in a better spot this year. They are, they're going to have more access to the facility. They're going to have more access to the practice fields and yada, yada, yada. And hopefully things just go a lot smoother with this whole COVID thing. And hopefully Kadarius Tony is the only one that goes on this COVID list this summer. So, um, more access to the practice field and especially in pads. I'm sure that is in play this summer and that's a positive thing. And also the continuity. I mean, this roster does have a lot of continuity going for themselves too. I am very anxious to see what the deal is with Matt Parrick though, because it could be nothing. It could be something like we, we just right now we have no clue. It's just back the word back in parentheses, um, you know, and then back injuries can be a, a real pain in the ass for football yeah. players and offensive linemen in general. So, you know, hope, hopefully it's uh hopefully 2022 pump list. We're talking about, well, you know, Matt Parrish started on the pump list in, in 2021. Um, and then Saquon, they are going to eat like, it's just a, basically a, a fact at this point. They're going to ease him back. People, people don't believe us, by the way. Can, can, I mean, we're going to say it probably a million more times this summer. Um, I would like everybody to believe us. I mean, you don't have to, um, you know, we're not reporters or anything like that, but I would like you to believe us that we are smart enough to infer and we watch this team enough, we study this team enough, and Bobby might have hinted that he might have heard something. But trust us that when we say that he will be eased back, kind of take our word for it. Don't keep disagreeing with us. You know what? You can bet on it. DraftKings Sportsbook is not only my favorite sportsbook, but also America's top-rated sportsbook. Speaking of America, our top athletes are over in Tokyo competing for the gold. Um, I think I got no tweets about the intro in the last podcast, by the way. Like, I was really hoping to get some tweets about that, and we didn't get any. And DraftKings has a medal worthy of offer just for my listeners. Listen to this great officer. Place place any pre-event wager of $1 to be eligible to cast $100 in free credits if America wins any medal this year. That's 100 to 1 odds on an American athlete to stand on the podium and receive gold, silver, or bronze this week. 100 to 1 odds on an offer like this doesn't come around often, so sign up. For DraftKings Sportsbook now to get in on all the action. I love using DraftKings Sportsbook. It's easy to navigate. has plenty of instructions for new bettors. Nearly limitless ways to get in on all the action. My friends and family have been loving DraftKings Sportsbook, and I know you will too. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code JOHNBOY when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 in free credits if America wins a medal. That's code JOHNBOY to turn $1 into $100 in free credits for a limited time. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana 1-800-9-WITH-IT. We have new Patreons, by the way. We got, we'll got we announce them on Tuesday for the start of camp. How about that? Yes, I love that. Um, I know one of the Patreons. One of the per, one of the people that uh, um, subscribe. Does he have a so, loser first name? Has this loser first name that's similar to me. Um, myself. You ever see the SNL segment of a, like abrupt podcast transitions into an ad? Nope, because Saturday Night Live sucks. Whoa, hey, hey! Now I, I've been watching SNL like segments on YouTube. That's like what I've been doing like the last month. I can't stop watching them. Uh, you you deserve like an award for like an abrupt transition to an ad. It was it was well done, but it was very it was very abrupt. I like abrupt more. Yes. The Giants signed 
Mike Weber Jr., running back out of Ohio State, and Jordan Peters, Dieter, D- safety out of Auburn. Now, Mike Weber Jr., five foot ten, two hundred eleven pounds, was a seventh round pick out of Ohio State by Jason Garrett in the two thousand nineteen draft for the Cowboys. Ooh. Um spent two thousand nineteen with the Cowboys practice squad in preseason. He had twenty two carries for forty nine yards, five catches, twenty yards. So nothing, no, no spectacular stats. And then he got uh, cut, and then he joined the Chiefs for the playoffs on their practice squad, won a Super Bowl. So we just signed a Super Bowl champion running back. How about that? Wow. Uh, and then didn't uh, you know didn't stick around with the Chiefs? Signed to the pract- Packers practice squad midseason, was elevated for two games, and then waived in June. Um, and now the Giants added him. It's a good runner back at Ohio State. You know, six yards per carry. Oh, you know, twenty seven hundred total yards. Uh, or three thousand total yards, or when you when you combine rushing and receiving, and you know what, running back three is wide open. Gary Brightwell, you know Corey Clement, like Mike Weber Jr., like he's got just as good a chance as anybody. Like running backs can climb the depth chart and come out of nowhere. We see it all the time. So Mike Weber Jr. has got just as good a chance as anybody as the running back three. Yeah, why not? Um, preseason is going to be the. Preseason games are going to be the time where you know you. I think you can stand out at running back a, a little bit more than maybe even practice because you're not technically, you know, you're not showing off your your yards after contact ability during practice. You're not showing off how you can break tackles fully when you're in practice too. Unless Joe Judge is psychopath and he's letting these guys really go at it, which that wouldn't surprise me. Why not? Um, yeah, but Weber a little shifty. You know, not the fat. I don't think he was the fastest. I don't think he's the most explosive, but a little shifty. Did some nice things, breaking tackles. Not really, I don't see him being a big yards after contact guy. Ran a 4-4-7, 40-yard dash, so why not? If he can catch the ball a little bit, I didn't really look into his receiving stats, but I mean, if you catch the ball a little bit too, but really it has to be special teams. Um, and that's why I give the edge to Clement, because he can catch the ball and he has that very, very big special teams experience. So Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Mm, tough. Tough spot. Damn it. I had something good I was going to say, and I forgot about it. Really, really good. Um, Let's see. Sign the practice. My point was just that good. That's what happened. Oh, Rob Martin. Rob Martin with oh, a rookie yeah. minicamp invite ended up making the initial 53-man roster. So there's there's chances that they're. They, You're still salty. He's not on the yes, team. They, cutting Rob Martin for John Hillman might be one of the dumbest things that Pat Shermer ever did. Cutting Orleans Darkwa and drafting. No, I'm kidding. Jordan, Am I kidding? Jordan, I Jordan Peters. Peters started at safety uh, during his senior season at Auburn, had 42 tackles, four pass breakups, and interception. Uh, had 101 total tackles, eight pass breakups, two fumble recoveries, two sacks, one forced fumble, and one interceptions. Key special teams player had four career block punts and returned one for a touchdown. Ooh. Four career block punts. That's something. If we get a special teams guy that's going to make it out of nowhere, you know what? You know who we haven't brought back? Wild take. This is the next Michael Thomas. Nate Ebner. Get, oh! take, get rid of Nate Ebner and bring in Jordan Peters. I had that thought today. It's kind of weird that he hasn't been brought back. He's not doing that rugby thing. He's not. My only, the only, but it's like Joe Judge basically said he was. My only thing is like, is he injured? And they're waiting till he's like fully healthy to bring him back. Like, what? What's the reason Nate Ebner's not back right now? And Ryquell Armstrong being cut wasn't for Nate Ebner. Which, by the way, I heard a rumor about Ryquell Armstead, and I could not confirm it. But I just want to say I heard a rumor. 
Can you give me a hint as to what the rumor is? I'm very I heard good with that hints. something bad happened to him in New Jersey because he's from New. He's a New Jersey guy. Um, I was not with him for this event, so I cannot confirm what it was. I tried, and I even like sent it to beat reporters. But can you figure this out? None of them could. All right. Um, maybe it's with the mob. I'll ask snacks. Possibly, possibly. Uh, so yeah, Jordan Peters next, over next Michael Nate Thomas. Ebner. Uh, for two th- 2021. That's my campaign for for training camp this year. We'll put it on. We'll put it on a shirt. I got an all twenty two film. Of him. He looked all right. Yeah, I remember watching him when I was watching Jimmy Sherwood, who's actually with the Jets. So how about that? We have four UDFA's this off season. All right, Giant stories, and then we'll kick it to the Giants guys. Yes. All right. One last time until January of two thousand twenty two. Jabril Peppers was in Cancun. Shane Lemieux. I got an eagle snake tattoo. Whoa. Logan Ryan was at Epcot doing the wine tasting of Disney. Sandro Platzkimmer, who was actually put on the non-football injury list with Ryan Anderson, forgot to mention that, was at a Sorico Raiders game in Austria. Graham Gano was at uh, a Nationals game. Fede Odenabo was at an autograph session. Leonard Williams was catching tuna and eating hearts. Saquon was at his kids' camp. Kenny Galladay uh, was on a boat on the Chicago River. Nick Gates was getting jury. And Kyle Rudolph was doing his golf tournament. Justin, what piques your interest? We talked um, a little about the heart on Tuesday, but I mean that was that's still nuts. Love it, love it. I, when I do my jersey order, I'm going to get a Leonard Williams jersey. I'm also going to get Marcus Golden jersey. I'm crazy. I thought Bro you had Peppers. a Golden jersey. Didn't, aren't you? I thought I saw a picture of you wearing. You know what? Did you have Andre Williams jersey? N- no, no, no. I'm not that crazy. Bradshaw. I wore. I now I didn't know. No, did I know that I was going to run into Marcus Golden when I met? I did not know. No, I I was ironically wearing a an Ahmad Bradshaw jersey when I met Marcus Golden, so I guess it looks like I was wearing a Marcus Golden jersey. Anyway, Jabril Peppers was in Cancun. Um, I have a timeshare in Cancun, but I have not gone in years. Haven't in years, probably half a decade. That's why you'd never get a timeshare. Leonard Williams catching tuna. Oh, so I went to the beach on my lunch break today, and I wanted yeah. to start about this at the pod, but we had so much news to get to. I have never seen so many sharks in my life. I mean, they were jumping out of the water like crazy. Must have been just so many fish. What um, kind of sharks? I'm not exactly sure. But the lem- you- the le- the basic lemon sharks. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, you just, you just see their fins coming out of the water. I mean, it was like crazy. I tried getting a video, but I just couldn't get a good one. But you want to know what's crazy is I feel like sometimes I can be a little ballsy and, and you know, maybe take some risks that you shouldn't. Like, you know, I've I've seen, like, we were at the beach, like, a month ago. There was a shark signing, you know. But the sharks are always in the, like, they're in the water. Like, you like you should know that they're in the water when you go swimming, uh, especially in the summer. They're going to be around you. They're not going to bite you unless you're, you know, a surfer with your, like, a hand dangling off. Like, for the most part, they're just going to swim around you and you're never even going to notice. But today, I was like, I'm not going in the water. It's like they're clearly feeding. They're like, I'm not, I'm not going. I, you know, and I wasn't planning on going in the water anyway. Should have taken one out. This guy with his kid goes in the water. Oh, good. A shark jumps five feet away from him. Now he's got his his kid is like he's holding his kid, so he picks up his kid out of the water, turns around, like okay, that's what that's all he needed to get out of the water. He they walk back like five feet. Stay in the water and then puts his kid back down in the water and just hangs nice. out in the, in the ocean. What an idiot. L- live life with no fear. 
for yourself, man. Don't put your little kid in there. Like your kid's you're, got little baby teaching, arms that they might think are a fish. Like, don't do that to your kid. You're teaching the child to live life with no fear. I love that. <sighs> I'm not about that. Like, listen, you understand there's sharks in there and you're taking a risk, but it's like, you just, they're jumping all over the place. Like, I saw over 30, like over 30 sharks, like, you know, doing their, their jump going for fish. Is the water clear or is it like New Jersey where it's green? It's not like crystal clear, like when you see like commercials and stuff. It's not like the I'm, West Coast of Florida or Miami. Well, I mean, if a shark comes right in front of you, you just kick it in the face. I'm telling you, this was, a, you, you don't do that to your kid. I'm confident if you went in the water today and you went in with the purpose of, I'm going to grab a shark and pass block it, grab it by its chest plates and the fins and pick it up, that you would have done it. I'm confident if you went in there with Eye of the Tiger. There's like, there, there, there was a horde of them. So they were all together and you could have done it. I'm confident. You know what I didn't have? A little child, a three-year-old. You can't do that to it. Like, uh, I was I was blown away at it. Um, You're blown away. We want to know what blows me away. The pup list. All these guys on the pup list. Hold on, and hold I don't... on, hold on. Can you read the ad? That's what I'm doing. I know. I, I wanted to ruin your transition. Wanted to ruin my transition. Don't wind up on the pup list. The physically unable to perform. I mean, come on. Who wants to be on that list? Don't be on that list. That's why. Our friends at Roman are sponsoring this episode. Look, no one is perfect. The Giants that are on the pup list, they're not perfect. Hey, maybe Matt Parrott. Does Matt Parrott need some, uh, does Matt Parrott need to get some Roman? I don't know. Is he performing well? Maybe with the back injury, can't get it up? I don't know. I'll suggest Matt Parrott to go get some Roman. So if you feel like you're coming up a little short in the bedroom, it's perfectly okay. But if it's bothering you, there are options. Go to GetRoman.com slash world. Right now with Roman, you can get a free online evaluation, ongoing care for ED from the comfort of your home. U.S. licensed healthcare professional, they will work with you to find the best treatment if medication is appropriate. It ships to you free with two-day shipping. We love that two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward and discreet. Go to GetRoman.com world to complete an online visit. Take care of your ED without leaving your home. Go to GetRoman.com world now to get $15 off your first month. Straightforward way to take care of your ED. GetRoman.com slash world. Get started now. Same $15 on your first month of treatment. Thank you, Roman. Um, Nick Z responds to my Matt Parrot tweet. Okay, Joe. Time to cut bait. Get a dumb. Camped in the start and the bum is hurt. So much for the Insta photos working out. Dot, dot, dot. Says Nick Z at TLI 56. Oh, we're back. Giants fans are back, baby. I love it. Can we just... I really would like to bring back reading dumb tweets as a segment on the pod. We're back. Back in the New York groove. I mean, that was a great segment that me and Danny had. But it's like... I remember there was one time where, like, Linda Cohen was, like, going off. Reading dumb... It was an old segment. Now it's like... Now it's like... It's being mean. All right. Um... The Giants, guys. Come on, pay attention in there. Let's go. We got a beautiful day. Work. Play fast. Play fast. Whoa. Welcome back to Talking Giants. We have two of the Giants Rush guys here. The Giants guys, Giants Rush, Mr. Pilgrim, Pilgrim's Point, Jeff Pilgrim, and Mr. Glass Half Full, Spiro. 
fellas, how are we doing? Thank you for coming on kind of like last minute, last notice. The Giants have given us nothing. They have given us <laughs> nothing. Uh, there's been no unconventional out-of-the-box stuff, and I guess I'm not complaining. But for content, it's hard to plan out stuff, especially when you have shows two times a week. So, fellas, thank you for joining us. Jeff, how are you doing, my friend? Uh, couldn't be better, man. I'm on vacation. I am. Uh, it's kind of like a, a built-in vacation. I kind of made this vacation happen because I'm in between jobs, and I, I did this thing where I pretended to that I need longer to start my next job. Oh, yeah. So, built in two weeks, I start August second. So I'm just I'm living the dream right now. This was a last minute thing. Bobby asked me to do tonight. I said no. He <laughs> he offered other options so thank you guys for yeah i wasn't taking no for an answer he wasn't (laughs) i said no in a group chat and he dms me on the side and he's like don't do that bro we're doing this today (laughs) i'm like all right well bobby bobby's like a vampire for he he is a very different night recorder than he is a daytime recorder for for whatever reason and the fact that (laughs) i feel you know the fact that we're now both full-time we're still going to be recording episodes at eight o'clock at night and we're just gonna we just love making our our work days really long uh uh mr spiro mr glass half full how are you doing my friend how are we doing sir hey man thanks for having me uh glad to be here like you said it's kind of tough right now because we're in that really close in between period where we have really nothing to go on um you know all of our players haven't gotten in trouble this is a good thing but uh you know it, it, there, there's just nothing to talk about until next week which is so damn close and i'm so damn excited um but yeah i'm excited to be here and talk football with you guys for sure and we're gonna i want to talk about your guys show but we're gonna do that at the end because you guys have had some really cool interviews this off season. but we this is our last episode before training camp are both you guys going to Fan Fest? Absolutely. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> I am so pumped for that. We got some stuff coming out where we're gonna we're gonna basically we're gonna have a bunch of free hamburgers and hot dogs and we're gonna be hanging out with people. So you guys better be there with us. Hell yeah. What uh, are you guys like? What do you I'll start with you, Jeff? What are you most excited for for camp fan fest? It could be personal, it could be a, a battle. Like what are you most excited for going into this 2021 season? To be honest, just to be close to the Giants players, because last year was like a hole in a galaxy, and I don't even know what happened last year. And I happened to not catch a game in 2019. So it seems like a lifetime since I've been around Giants, just the energy of the, of the Giants players. I want to hear the pads smacking. I want to see these guys going hard. And I want to see some rookies stand out and impress. Uh, I'm excited for that. We're probably going to talk about that a little bit, but uh, just to be around the team. It's been too long. I paid a lot of money to go to the game on September 26th for that Eli game. Um, so I just can't wait. I'm real pumped about this year. Biro, anything like particular with you? Uh, honestly, particularly, I like, I'm, I'm excited to meet all you guys. <laughs> I'm excited to meet the, the, the Giants fans. It's a much better answer. Like, honestly, me and Jeff has not, have not even been able to hang out in person a lot. Like, cause, cause you know, we just got into this thing a little while ago and, you know, we went to a bar once, got to hang out live, but now, like, we get to go hang out at this fan fest. We get to go tailgate at games together. Like, I don't know, man, I'm in, I'm in for the camaraderie. Obviously, the giant camp thing, that's uh, a, a close 1B. I got a lot of thoughts on that, but honestly, hanging out with you guys and, and hanging out with my fellow podcasters, uh, it, it's just, I'm, I'm very excited to talk shop with all you guys and meet you live. I'm almost more excited for Fan Fest than I am yeah. this season. Like, I am so excited to get there, get around people. Like you said, it's been forever. Like, you know, I went to, I went up there for the Giants Dolphins game in 2019. Met right, like, right. like a, Eli's a few last people. Game, right? 
Yeah, which was, I mean, it was a fun experience, but like yeah. met Justin and like a few other people. And it's like, we've been doing this, you know, I haven't seen Justin since December 2019. I'm not even complaining about that, actually. Like that part. <laughs> uh, um, but it's like, I, the fan fest, I am so excited to be around Giants fans, be around, you know, people who listen to talking Giants and Giants guys and stuff, and just get that, like, those, that blood flowing. I'm pissed they're not letting right. us in the camp because I wanted to go to all those, but just that fan fest, man, like, I'm like I have been thinking about it every single day since they announced it. You know, and I almost feel like this is like a perfect storm. Uh, you know, hopefully this is a good storm, right? Where, especially you know, Giants rush guys talking Giants guys. You know, we've always kind of been like parallel, kind of next to each other, and always you know coming up maybe at a little similar rate. I think the Giants, I think Giants rush has been going on a little bit longer, but you know, coming up at like a similar similar time and building up the team and between not going to games last year, not having that ability to interact with either the team or the fans. So you have that withdrawal, all of us coming together up at the same time. Plus there is inevitably just a different energy around this Joe judge team. It it really is. So all of that put together, especially the energy and the excitement around the team. um, I think it's, it's really is creating this perfect storm where if we all do get together it's going to be not if when we all get together, it's going to be really a, a hell of a time. And I'm very pumped for it. We'll have to coordinate fan fest and yes. make sure. Cause I'm going with a couple of my buddies and I'm down to meet anywhere. I I'm looking forward to just tailgating like Spiro said too. Like I miss the tailgating. Like, mm-hmm. is there a happier place on earth than that pregame energy when you haven't lost yet? Right. And you, you're still happy. That's the best happy. thing about training camp is you got no yeah. losses over your head <laughs> bothering you. Just pure There's- excitement. <laughs> Uh, and there's nothing else that's on your brain too. That right. that's probably like going to Giants games. Uh, at least the you know I'm relatively younger, and I just really started to get invested into it and taking myself and going myself just a few years ago. And despite the losing, before the game, doesn't matter. Like there is oh, nothing good. that enters your brain, whether it's the school school work. So I, I'm excited to get back into that mix. Because even when you're home and you're watching the games, it's still like oh I got that. You know, I got work tomorrow. I got Monday, yeah. you know, Monday's coming up and that, you know, the anxiety is like back there in the back of your brain, but none of that when you're there in the parking lot, cause you can't do anything else except right. to be present. No, I'm just going to say like, we all got into the giants and started covering the giants in kind of a dark time in the franchise mm-hmm. history. Right. And it's going to be that much sweeter because we study the team. We watch everything. We're married to everything that happens with the team. So they're finally, it seems turning the corner Great defense. We, we seem to have the great coach. I haven't met anybody that doesn't like actually really love Joe Judge. Like the guy just does everything right. He, he just seems like a perfect New York coach. Um, but once this team turns the corner and we will have put all these years in, it's going to be that much sweeter because right. we have we have felt it more than the average fan because if we put all this work into it, whether you're paid to do it or not. I know Bobby's not a real fan because he gets paid to do this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but we're gonna feel it a lot more now. Justin gets paid to do so. Neither of you are fans anymore. Yeah, right. But no, we're not. That's all right. No one's perfect. I, I mean, but how Jack did you guys get when Sean McVay had that quote like Giants are common, man? Like, oh, I, I read it every morning. It gets me, you know, it gets me all jacked up in the morning. <laughs> that podcast was great. That was oh, really fantastic. <laughs> Bobby's a nerd, and uh, he wasn't that impressed by it because he like already knows everything about Joe. Yeah, well, yeah Joe, there's already an NFL Films video on basically every Joe Judge had like explained. Um, and I listened to the Kyle Shanahan one and they were like going real deep or right. you know, Joe judge. 
Like he's not going to like talk about like his scheme and stuff like that. Yeah, which, yeah, Bobby's which a nerd because he, the the he wanted to hear the schematics, so he's a nerd. And I'm like, come on, can't you? Well, just, I wanted like, to hear do- them talk about at least Patrick Graham. Like they didn't yes. ask about Patrick. I was really bummed they didn't ask about like his relationship with Patrick. Well, Graham. if you ask about Patrick Graham, then the follow-up question has to be Jason Garrett. Then oh. I'll make everybody mad. So that can't. You don't want to talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have a I have a question, and this is um, uh, I want to relatively put this in the beginning because largely people listen to stuff, you know more more people listening to the beginning rather than the end but giant russian you know your team is working with the jim fossil foundation on some sort of golf adding for like charity so um i don't know a ton about it. i know a bunch of players are going to be there so you know give it to our audience and give it to our crowd about you know maybe how people can get involved if they want to go et cetera, et cetera. so who wants to take that yeah i think maybe when we spoke to carl banks he and i forget if it was on the air or off the air but he was started talking about that outing and craig was like you know let us know if we can get involved if we can help so i think they just asked you know can we promote it can we get involved and promote it and um it's a cool foundation it's a i mean the list of X giants that are going to be there is pretty awesome. Like, you know, if you, if you do that outing, I'm sure you'll be able to get a picture and stuff like that, but it's just a cool thing. If anybody is old enough to remember Jim Fossil and the kind of guy he was, he was, he was the kind of coach you kind of liked to have. And he's got that all in speech. That's kind of his, his legacy, right? Like that's kind of the, the if you think of Jim Fossil and you remember him, that's the thing you remember most, but this outing is a cool opportunity to meet a lot of like real big time X giants, Super Bowl champs from, the eighties and nineties, not just uh, the recent two Super Bowls. So good opportunity to be close to the team and get around them. So kind of cool to be associated with them. Jim Fossil yeah. foundation, Memorial celebrity golf. It's at the uh, upper Montclair country club, actually uh, in Clifton, New Jersey. Uh, yeah. It's Monday, August 30th, 11 AM. Get involved. Even if you stink at golf, man, like get involved. It's for an awesome cause. You get to hang out, you have, have dinner with, a lot of big names, you know, you, you have some drinks, you get a cocktail hour, you know, locker room access with these guys and half these guys aren't good golfers. You're just there to have a good time. Shoot, shoot the shit, you know? And, uh, uh, it's, it's just such, such an awesome cause, you know, Fossil was doing this before his death. Now it's even a bigger thing after it, you know, it's just, it's just awesome. And I'm, I'm proud of us, um, you know, Craig for getting involved and, uh, it, it, it's just, it, it felt good. It felt good to get involved with this. And hopefully, you know, if, if uh, Craig wants to sponsor me as a golfer. <laughs> that's what I, I was just going to say. It, it's a big I'm ticket. In. It's a big ticket to, to get it invited. So like, I would definitely leverage any company that you work for, for a sponsorship, because yeah. it's a cool thing to be involved with. If it's a New Jersey, New York company, then they may want to get involved. It's a cool thing to, to get associated with, but there is an article on uh, nygiantsrush.com with some more details that Craig put together. That'll be helpful too. Perfect. Where is Craig, by the way? He's always, yeah, this is like the second time I've tried to get him on the podcast and he, he ditches me for some vacation. He is, he is living his life in Outer Banks right now. You, I, don't, I think you, uh, Justin was definitely jumping into the live show this week and Craig was in rare form. I mean, he <laughs> made, I think he started drinking at breakfast and this was, Craig's this was already like, off the handle before. He, yeah, he was up. feeling himself. Let's just say that. <laughs> he put the dancing. intro music on like five different times. You know, he was he was feeling it. So he was we rolled. Dancing, we rolled. He was it. flexing. Yeah, it was it was it was crazy. I loved it. I feel like Justin wants to be on your guys' podcast more than ours because like he likes to dance, and I'm just like, no, I'm never ever going to dance on camera. And it's like you guys are dancing every single episode. 
Oh, well, we're dancing, we're drinking, we have a good time, man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There you go, buddy. <laughs> We'd be happy to have Justin on if you want to be guest, man. And uh, either of you guys, anytime, you know that. Little Giants talk, mm-hmm. like real Giants talk. So we've been putting out our camp battle polls, and and I'm not, we're not going to give our opinions because we're doing a whole episode on camp battles next Tuesday, which is our like our annual kickoff camp episode, which always gets me jazzed up. Mm-hmm. What camp battle are each of you guys looking forward to the most? It could be Donnie Holmes versus Aaron Robinson. Hell, it could even, I don't know if it'd necessarily be a camp battle, but like Rudolph versus Ingram was like the closest poll we, that we did. And, and there's, there's a lot of them. What is, what's the one you guys are looking forward to the most and maybe who you're rooting for in that one? Well, I mean, similar, I mean, we kind of talked about this the other night and this isn't necessarily battling for a starting position, but seeing like Andrew Thomas and Aziz Ojolari go at it at practice. Cause we talked a lot about how they were Georgia roommates, how Andrew Thomas was at his draft party. These guys are really tight. And I just look forward to seeing them really battle at, at camp. And I think they're going to bring out a lot in each other. They're boys, but they're going to push each other. Andrew Thomas, he knows that there's a spotlight on him being the first tackle taken in that class. He needs to have a big second year. Hopefully he's healthy and everything, but I like that battle a lot. And it comes from another thing Carl Banks said about how Bavaro is made him great and he talked so he talked for 10 minutes about their camp battles and how they pushed each other and they're both pretty much elite at their position at that time so to have them both on the same team at practices every day going at it is pretty awesome that's a fun one like you said because their team is but like they've been training together with you know we actually talked with their trainer jt alphabet and like he says they compete over every little thing Mm -hmm. um obviously good friend i can't wait to just clip the first uh, Andrew Thomas versus Ezo yes. Jalari and have Georgia Bulldog fans um, <laughs> Go nuts. just raiding me Drool for over. a couple of days. Can I cheat here? Can I actually say two? Like one underrated yes, one? Yes, please. All right, yeah, because one that's off the map that I, I'm personally a little interested in is the spot next to Blake Martinez between Reggie Ragland and Tay Crowder. I want to see I want to see Crowder take it, obviously, um, you know, and build off what he showed last year because, man, he came out of nowhere, Mr. Relevant made himself very relevant towards the end of the season, man. And, um, you know, that, that injury kind of set him back a little bit, but he flashed, he flashed some things and I'm excited to see if he can build on that. Um, another Georgia bulldog, you know, and, uh, let's, let's see if he can build on that. And, you know, Ragland's a nice little vet to have it, you know, right behind him, but is he going to push him? Is Ragland going to get that job? I'm interested to see that, but the one that they really, you know, the most important one in my mind is the right tackle spot and perch is solidifying that right tackle spot and flat out earning it over solder. Like not just, uh, you know, we're going to give it to him. I think he's got to go out and earn it and beat this veteran solder, you know, take it from him and, and, and just walk away with it. That way we have our two bookend tackles and we could just put that to rest, you know, that that's what I'm excited for. I don't think there's a player I'm more nervous for than Matt Parrott. Yeah. Cause he like, you know, like, you know, you mentioned uh, Andrew Thomas, Jeff. But it's like, you know, Andrew Thomas got I got I feel confident yeah. in Andrew Thomas. Maybe yeah. we'll look back and be like, wow, look at the other tackles that I got right. picked. But I do feel confident that he'll at least be like better than what we've had the last few years. Yep. Matt Parrott, dude, there's he is such a huge unknown right now. We never really got to see him. We got we got very little bits of reps where they, you saw some good stuff, but you also saw some bad stuff. Like no team ever game plan for Matt Parrott. And the, right. his issues were very game planable against. You know, but nobody ever had to game plan against. So Matt Parrott is my biggest, like, if he's good, it can change the season. If he's bad, it can also change the season. Like, I'm just – factor. I don't – there's no player I just want to just be – please at least be average yeah. more than Matt <laughs> Average, I would sign up for average right, right. now. The fact – it's scary because 
if he falls on his face and Nate Solder is 2019's Nate Solder, then it's like a scary situation on the right side of that line. And that's that's the biggest fear. If if Parrott steps up and Nate Solder is a rotational guy and you almost don't even talk about him and he maybe he shows us more of what he used to be. And like that's the hope is that Nate Solder becomes like a, a good depth guy instead of somebody you actually need to rely on because that didn't go well the first time, obviously. Right. Well, Pert put that put the work in, man. He looks huge. He looks he huge. Does. He does. And you know, I, I, he he went to all the, the the camps that you need to go to. You know, he he's putting the work in. So let's see if it pays off. Like you said, we saw some good glimpses. We saw some bad ones, like the Ravens game. You know, um, so I, I'm praying, man. I'm really praying that we could lock down and have that cornerstone there on the right side for years to come. You know, if not, we're going back to the drawing board again. Bobby, you mentioned an, a nice one with Aaron Robinson and Darnay Holmes. That's probably where I would have gone first because I'm a Darnay Holmes guy. From I think he was my draft assignment, so maybe I felt a little like attached to him because I studied him a little bit more than than other guys. But I like him a lot. I, I rewatched the Seattle game this week, and he had that nice pick in that game. And I've always just been a fan of his. And I think he was thrown in early to a defense that didn't have an identity yet. I think, I mean, obviously rookie season, he had ups and downs, but I think he held his own. And I don't think, I think he didn't hurt us. You know what I mean? I think he was, he grew as the season went on. So Aaron Robinson is a different kind of dude, but like it's a really good problem because this he, secondary is a strength. It's yeah, definitely a strength. Darnay, we actually just recorded uh, his player profile episode, which, you know, him and Stone Shepard are the first one coming out on Monday. Make sure to check it out, people. <laughs> but it's oh, like, yeah. man, when's the last time we had a nickel corner who was like, when did like like didn't screw like that just didn't screw us over you yeah. know <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like how many times have we been screwed over by the nickel corner spot <sighs> where in reality he should have now part of it's patrick ram and you know he didn't put him in a lot of chances to get screwed over but it's like you know he got he did well um and then aaron robinson coming in is like a very different type of player drafted higher they traded up for him so they clearly yeah. like him so that's yeah. that's gonna be interesting to see how that one plays out um but yeah man i'm just so excited to like be able to be there people i know it sucks we're not being in camp but just like that giants fan fest like i feel like it's going to be the most like together giants fans have been in forever i like, definitely I, hope i meet to you guys there's so many people that you interact with constantly and to finally meet them you know when i i knew spiro like i knew him my whole life before i actually met him in person and it's like oh i didn't know that it's oh, weird oh, oh. It's, yeah you did <laughs> no no I, I, I thought you were saying it the other way around no, but it's just it was a it was a funny thing to like meet these guys in person that you know so well. Um, it's one thing to like interact on Twitter and stuff, but to like do these video podcasts with constantly and then finally meet them in person. It's like I already know this guy. It's like oh, he's right. taller than I thought, or he's like you know better <laughs> than he thought. Yeah, like, oh like, yeah, I'm I'm ready for that one. That's, one that's going that's going both the taller and fatter mm -hmm. um, are probably going to classify both Bobby and myself. So. Well, I'm just hoping that people are more wowed by like, oh wow, look how tall he is. And, yeah, exactly. Bobby, how um, tall are you? Six foot seven. So see, are you uh, six that, seven? Serious power yeah. forward height, man. People don't realize that because I'm always on camera. Six seven. I am a I am a I am a giant man. I mean, a lot of length, but I've been trying like to lose it. pounds. Like I, when I went on eleven questions with you guys, I was like, "Oh, I'm trying to lose weight." It's like you know what? I've been doing a good job. Um, I think it's I'm turning thirty in January, and I, I'm going to be skinny number. for my thirtieth birthday. That is a 
There's a bet. Bobby Skinner guarantee. Six, Love your goal. Seven. Damn, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm I mean, gonna the, to, I'm gonna. I want to be so skinny that people think I'm on drugs or something. <laughs> that's, that's my goal to get. Like, back is he to okay? That. Is he? Yeah, Ill? yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's what. That's the. That's what I got when I first got skinny. Um, <laughs> now I know you guys uh, have some stuff to do today, but you guys have had like some awesome interviews this off season. Yes. Um, you know, with giant Giants legends, even some current players. What I thought was cool is like Chase Blackburn, who's the special oh, teams yeah. coordinator for the Panthers. Like, yeah. you know, it's a, it's a cool, like a big deal to have, you know, uh, a Super Bowl champion linebacker who had a big play in that game, like a, a iconic moment with that interception. But also it's like, he is what Joe Judge was a year ago. You know right. what I'm saying? So like, like I thought that was almost cooler. It's like, wow, you guys are interviewing a special teams coordinator. Um, Kevin Booth, I didn't realize how personable and nice he was. You know, like, like so who has been each of your guys' favorite person to talk to this offseason? Go ahead, Spiro. Uh, yeah, I mean, honestly, uh, Jake Ballard was so personable and so much fun. He came into our our, our, uh, our show yesterday, I mean, the other day, too. Like, he he just – he's awesome. He, he jokes around. Um, I, I truly like Jake the most. Like, he, he was – and, dude, all these guys have been – so nice, so personable, so well spoken, just just great guys overall, and like they're everything we could have asked for. Um, but you know, Jake was my personal favorite. But on Chase Blackburn, hearing the, how you said the judge thing, he wants to be a coach. He wants to follow those judge footsteps, and that was really interesting to hear. You know, he's 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 got big eyes for for the the, the head spot, and now that judge is kind of paving that way for for that uh that same route. It was it was cool to see that. He's really interested in it. Um, but, yeah, no, i got to go with my man, Jake, man. Much respect, love. And, and Jake <laughs> is a monster. Huge. <laughs> he is an absolute, like, unit. Like, th- I don't – this guy – what do you say, 299 pounds? 299. But Booth, yeah. Booth said it, he's over three. He, why, why, he's, why are you he said 299. Yeah, yeah. He said 299. <laughs> how do you not round up? I don't know. Why wouldn't you want to own 300 That pounds? means he's not 299, no, like, no, like you were that's, saying. That's exactly what exactly. Booth said. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, for me, Carl Banks was was like a holy crap. I'm talking yeah. Carl Banks, you know, and I haven't felt I love all these guys and I respect the hell out of all of them. But when we were getting started and we got to interview Lawrence Tynes, that was like the first. And Lawrence Tynes has been good to us. He did our show twice. And I said it uh, on our live show this week, too. But he's just such a normal, cool dude. And, you know, we did an hour long show and he stayed on for a half hour and we just kept talking football. But like you can't have an episode go 90 minutes. Nobody's going to watch the end of it. So like we had we had to wrap it up. But he was so cool. And I just love watching the Super Bowl tapes back and being like, I know him. I know him. I talked to him like these guys. Like it's so cool to be in contact with some of those guys. And hopefully we get more and more recent and get some some current guys. I don't know if they're able to. But the fact that Chase Blackburn like had to bail on our first show because uh, practice ran late for the Panthers it's like all right nice we're getting closer we're getting closer <laughs> and closer to the NFL it's like it's just been cool man it's like credit to Craig for for booking these guys and that team was like you know those 07 of 2001 Super Bowl those guys just seem like down the earth cool yep. dudes like all, they every, all have that every same single energy. one of them they all have that same energy just humble team first and they had fun like they I mean winning it's easy to have fun when you're winning like uh that cures everything but these guys I remember Tyan's saying like eight and eight was a bad season. Like they messed up if they went eight and yeah. eight. And now we're saying 10 wins is the floor. And people are like, whoa, calm down. Like 10 <laughs> wins. Like guys, teams are winning every single year. Like it's okay to be one of them, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
and you um, ju- and these guys are genuinely excited to come back to the the uh 11 the 10 year reunion yeah, yeah everybody everybody's like i'm excited to hang out with the, the guys again i'm excited to be back at giant stadium yeah or and they all life. seem to be like ball busters yes um, which yes. is like that those, those are my type of people i thought about doing a video with with tall you guys talk with tallson too and tallson's like you know he's our guy yeah I, I don't tell him this, but I have an idea to do a video of like we're rewatching the 2011 Super Bowl because he played a decent amount in that one. Yeah, absolutely. And just without letting him know, just needle him on every rep. Like, <laughs> I get off the ball slow there. Just, just needle him until to finally get him to explode on me to see how patient he is until he explodes I, on me. I thought about doing the same thing with Soybert because you know the biggest play one of the biggest plays in giants history that throw oh, to tyree no, you can't you can't bring that up a couple years all, ago we brought it up soybert got beat so bad off off the snap yeah. and like thank god they kind of like pancaked a few guys and that's where eli got somehow got out of but so i mean soybert recovered and he helped defend before eli threw it but it was a kevin booth was like you watch that they got beat bad <laughs> like he was <laughs> he said it first so i felt all right to follow up on it but I'm not going to mess with anybody that's <laughs> coming on our show. I thought you were going to talk about the wild card game. And oh no, 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 we don't no, speak don't, about that. <laughs> I found out he really doesn't like talking about that one. No, that's gotta. No. I mean, two Super Bowls helps cure right. that, but yes. that's that's like some nightmare stuff right yeah. there. That was, I appreciated that. I um, really started getting into the Giants too, and that was just brutal. We did talk about that a little bit with him, and it's a, uh, it's, it's a sensitive subject. Mm. I I appreciated that snacks. Uh, replied to i think uh you know one of one of the tweets about you know when you interviewed kevin booth and our little joke on bleeding blue is that kevin booth has the fattest ass in america oh yeah and yeah. he liked the reply and it, he, <laughs> it, it, he he's all down to he's down to earth like that and you know if you're if, you, if you're gonna be a ball buster you also have to take, take it back you know, yes take it back so and then that apparently you know that was key they evident that he was able to take it too. Which... I was thinking about like like I was thinking about that during the, the podcast. Like, should I bring it up? Because like that's what me and my friends used to used to re- like you know remember him. But, you know, I remember him, but that was a little joke. And I was like, no, nah, I can't. He's just too. He's he's a Cornell grad. Like he's up in the NFL. It's like I, he's not gonna want to talk about this. But when he liked that, I was like, that's awesome, man. The scene, he's all cool. the like Bobby was saying, like all these guys seem so humble and cool, and it seems to have a similar format every time the first half hour is like we're getting to know them they're feeling us out and we're, we're like asking football questions and the second half is story time and they just yes. relax and they start having fun and like we've had guys say like hey i have a half hour for you and then you know they might message on the side and be like i'm good let's keep rolling because like yeah. they don't want to commit to an hour if we suck you know but yeah. then like once they have, start yeah, having a good <laughs> yeah, once they start having a good time and this, we love the stories we're all about the stories so it's cool to get that from them for sure. Well, go check it out. It's on your guys' channel. So you guys, here's something I have a real question for you guys. Are you guys New York Giants Rush or the Giants guys? Because, I, you know, I've always known it as New York Giants Rush. and But the podcast has always been the Giants guys, even when it went back to John Fennelly was on it. Yep. Um, is it are, like, what do you guys identify as and, and why Giants Rush That's or the Giants it. guys? <laughs> I think this is a marketing problem. I think it's a, it's probably an issue, but I think the Giants guys just refers to the show, to the podcast, to the, you know, and then NY Giants Rush is the website. It's, it's Craig's account for better or worse. And, uh, <laughs> no, cause sometimes Craig tweets out something, me and Spear are like, oh man, like well, you guys, you guys have your separate accounts and you have talking giants, you know, which, you know, we, uh, we're, we're working towards it. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's, yeah, the website's NY Giants Rush. I, you almost, 
umbrella, you know, under on the NY Giants umbrella, NY Giants Rush is the Giants the guys. Giants, yeah. and that's our that's our. Uh, yeah. And uh, our YouTube channel did not exist a calendar year ago. That's how like new we are. So like it's it's cool to see it like slowly uh, growing and and the interviews that we're getting. Hopefully we keep getting them. But it's it's just cool to to have that. The first year, and that's when I met Spiro and stuff. We were just writing articles, and then once I guess Fennelly left and uh, Craig wanted to keep going, um, we just had the idea to just do a Zoom, just like this. Let's just get together, talk Giants, and we just had a great time and you know, everyone's a cool guy. Everyone gets along and everything. So um, we've, we've had a lot of fun, man. We've got like 45 or so, 45 videos, something like that up there. And it's rolling. I've Whoa. kept track of this. Hold on, Bobby. I'll let you finish in a second, but I've kept track of this. Oh. I, it's been a while since I checked on it, but my 11 questions video with El Jefe featuring Justin Pennick. I think we'll wa- for a while it was like the most liked video on the channel. It's big time. It's wow. big time. It's Justin probably has like 30 YouTube accounts and went and liked <laughs> it a bunch of times. You're maybe right. Well, this was that felt like a shot at Bobby, but uh, <laughs> Justin's 11 questions is has the most views of any 11 questions. I mean, you beat license plate guy and Bobby. Deal. I mean, no big deal. We don't, we don't, <laughs> I mean, we don't have your kind of uh, following yet or viewership. But you know it's all relative. So I mean, just <laughs> Justin, Justin's crushed it. I mean, he's he's a man of the people. We'll hey, he yes, he is. Hey. See how see how humble I am. Bobby? <laughs> yeah, I know. All right, all right. Um, <laughs> we appreciate you guys. Uh, go check out yeah. their YouTube and everything. All those interviews. Like you know, we're waiting on camp pra- first practices on Wednesday. You got plenty of time. Go listen to those interviews. Check them out. Jeff Spiro. Thank you guys. Uh, thank you guys for coming on. Love you guys, man. Thanks yeah. for having us. Thanks, man. dude. See you at FanFest. No holds bad. He he took me in the low post and won, but I think we had on the Vosity. Hey, everyone. Wanted to take a quick second to tell you about another awesome John Boy Media podcast. Talking Yanks. Not the one with, um. what was the guy's name? He went on the Howard Stern show. Noah like, had like the world's biggest pecker. Not these guys. Their peckers are normal size. Talking Yanks hosted by John Boy and Jake. Normal? Is, I, you know, I'm, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. Let me look it up. Talking Yanks. Pecker size? No. <laughs> what was his name? It was so, they used to prank call the crap out of him. Like, um, the Howard, what's, uh, Richard and Sal. Sure. I mean, look up, look up Richard and Sal on YouTube. Like, honestly, like this podcast gonna be over in two minutes as soon as it's over look up richard and sal i'm gonna find it for you guys this is the yeah and, and then after that look up talking yanks co-host john boy and jake pecker size i'm willing to bet it's slightly Just look below up average. richard and sal yankees but anyways the real talking yanks hosted by john boy and jake is your one-stop shop for all things yankees there are series recap episodes to get you caught up on how things are going on the field and a midweek episode to talk stats and storylines all episodes are streamed live on YouTube, so don't be afraid to join in on the fun and hop into the live chat with fellow diehard fans to celebrate the wins or commiserate the losses. You can find three weekly episodes on the Talking Yanks YouTube channel or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Make sure to stay up to date with John Boy at John Boy and Jake at Talking Jake on Twitter, where you can find them tweeting along in real time with the game. Plus, check out at Talking Yanks on Twitter and Instagram for news and highlights from your Bronx Bombers. Their goal is to make Yankees baseball even more enjoyable than it already is, and we promise 
uh, it won't disappoint. And if you're a Mets fan, go follow at Jolly Olive. He's he's part of our company now, and he seems like Ooh, a cool dude. Jolly Olive. All right, that's an episode. That's an off season, technically. Yes, I am. I am treating in my brain and um, bleeding blues ending. So, um, you know, we're here. It's happening. The off season's over, and that means that for the next six weeks, starting on Monday. Sterling Shepard and Darnay Holmes, player profiles and projections. We have an episode every single weekday for the next six weeks. Camp Battle episode on Tuesday. Andrew Thomas and Tay Crowder PPP on Wednesday. Blake Martinez and Devontae Booker on Thursday. And then an interview and talking about camp on Friday. And it's going to continue and go on and on. I am so excited. Thank you for sticking with us this offseason. The dead time. The numbers have been surprisingly good with absolutely no news. Thank you guys talking giants versus the world we will see you on monday and then tuesday and wednesday and thursday and friday so enjoy your weekend and until then let's go big blue